It is Wednesday, June 17th, and you're listening to the Center Cup Pod with your boy D Hunt and uh, myself, Jake. And follow us on Instagram, uh, Jake the Snake Golf for me, D Hunt Golf, and uh, Center Cup Pod. Uh, had a good weekend this weekend. Finally had golf back. Exciting stuff <laughs> with yeah. the Charles Schwab Challenge. And uh, um, how was your trip to Texas? It was good, man. Got to um, get in a couple rounds. Um, it was it was a good time. Good people, good food. Too much food, likely. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a good time, dude. Did you uh, hit up some uh, um, some brisket joints. No, we didn't get any barbecue. It was it was a lot um, of Mexican and uh, okay, there you go. Korean barbecue, which was odd. I love Korean it was, barbecue. It was so good. It was some of the best I've ever had. Um, the the one of our friends, my girlfriend's friends that cooked it, and I bought some meat from the H Mart at the Asian market and grilled it, and it was like, it was so good, dude. It was like perfect. Was amazing. <laughs> Did you get to play any golf down there? Yeah, I got in two rounds, Saturday and Sunday. Nice. Yeah, so they they know I'm like a huge golfer. So they planned for all of us to go um, Sunday. I was like, hey, I need I need like another day to like play some golf. So me and her uncle went out and played Saturday. It was, okay. cool. it was a good time. Nice. Where would you guys play? Um, Saturday we played at Forest Creek, uh, which is like in the Round Rock area, Cedar Park area. And then um, Sunday we played at Crystal Falls. Um, golf club in I don't know Brown Rock I guess too as well, but um, nice. one of the her cousin's boyfriend used to work at Crystal Falls, so kind of got a mini hookup. There you go. A little bit. How are, how are those courses? <laughs> um, for the prize, I felt like I guess um, let's see, I guess upkeep wise, um, uh, I would say Forest Creek was like greener. But I mean, it was also like in a lushier part of land. It was built, like you know, like the Fort Crystal Falls was a lot more rockier. Like it was like more like a hilly mountain mountainous course. Like it was like a maybe like a old rock quarry something like that. Um, but both were in great condition. The greens were in good shape. Just really funky layouts. Like a lot of just really hard, almost ninety degree dog led rights and lefts. So you only hit like, you know, three wood or five iron to a certain spot. And then you had to, you know, hit in from there. They had like a complete, Forest Creek had like a complete horseshoe par five. So you go like 220 out, 220 again, and then like 100 yards in from there. It was just <laughs> totally weird. Like there's no. Like uh, um, Bay Hill, the one where they, I can't remember what the whole number is, but the one where they have to hit around the water. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. John Daly, I think tried to go for the green like two or three times <laughs> yeah. and kept hitting it in the water yeah 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 <laughs> so it was um right and crystal falls is very tight as well mm-hmm. um on top of the weird stuff so um i mean i, w- I would love to go play them again though some cool courses you know something different um Sweet. most of the courses here we play are no i wouldn't say wide open but you can hit driver a lot around mm-hmm. at the places that we play here um, yeah definitely but there it was like you can hit driver but you need to be accurate and i was i was not (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, like, I, I know the feeling. Yeah, so I played. I was up in Virginia this weekend. Well, for part of the weekend, we um, I played Saturday morning before we drove home at Lansdowne, <clears throat> and uh, I I decided that it would be best to take the week off of golf. I've been <laughs> just playing. I thought I had it turned around. I played well at at Charlie Yates. I played um, played well my first round at Lansdowne. Last week I shot like an 85, which for me at that course is is usually my goal. So Uh that's, I was happy with that. And then proceeded to go out and shoot like 92 and 91 in my next two rounds. And I'm just like, I need, I need, need a break. I was missing short putts, couldn't hit greens. It was just, uh, I was all over the place. So dang, dude. (laughs) um, Yeah. So we're, we're, we're just, we're putting down the sticks for a week and, um, Hopefully, be able, I'll probably plan to get back out this weekend. I'm uh, um, making an impromptu trip up to <clears throat> up to Pittsburgh to to see the family. Nice. Um, so hopefully, hopefully get to play a few rounds while we're up there. But uh, yeah, it was it's it's been rough. <laughs> the um, for you just like taking a mental break, I guess, right? Just kind of hit and reset yeah. for a couple of days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just trying to keep the clubs in my hand just I think I'm just thinking too much and just got to get back to basics and get back at it next week and um but uh yeah I mean I'm I'm looking forward to playing again but this is a this is definitely a welcome little break because I was I was starting to golf was starting to not be fun for (laughs) those last few rounds and that's that's not how we want it yeah yeah I understand that yeah the um I wish I had the um, I don't even know what you would call it. I just wish I had the mindset of where I could just take off. Like me, I'm like so like I don't I don't know what is wrong with me, but like I instead of taking a week off, I'll just I'm like well this week I'm going through the range like three times. I'm gonna figure it out. Like <laughs> I can't like I'm like I need to quit playing and just put them down and we'll be back. And yeah, that's, I mean, but I, <laughs> I don't practice, so that's my version of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your range time, taking time off. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so, but uh, in, in other news, we had, we had golf back this, we had professional golf back this weekend. Woo-hoo. It was really nice to see that on TV and it was a great tournament. I mean, the leaderboard all week was totally stacked. Yeah. Um, um, had a really dramatic finish with, uh, I mean, Xander Shoffley was dropping bombs of putts and then, and then lipped out on 17 from about two and a half feet. Um, yeah, I mean, that was, it was a crazy finish. Um, I mean, it was, that is like, for me, that's pretty much everything you can ask for in a, in a Sunday round. Um, the only thing I would have said would have been better is if if it had been won on a putt and not lost on a putt by Morikawa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was exciting. What was the uh, the big story for you over the weekend in the tournament? I mean, obviously, obviously Morikawa missing that putt is a is a huge is a huge deal, but. Um, I also think that he, um, I mean, he looks like he's turning into one of the superstars of the tour. I mean, mm-hmm. he is, 
he's coming up on Tiger's record of most cuts made to start a career. Um, he he's just a really really good player, and when when he gets compared to the to Victor Hovland and Matt Wolf, I don't I don't at this point it doesn't look like it's really close in terms of who's who's the uh, alpha dog of that group, but right. um, but he's got a win and uh, um, had a chance to do it and and dropped it. So we'll see we'll see if he can recover and and come back this week. I think I think he has a good chance of being in contention and and making a move this week. So yeah, the um, I, I guess the the main big story the, for me the whole weekend was. Um, probably Bryson. Um, I mean, he's just yoked out of his mind right now. Like he is so jacked, and he is hitting the ball so far. It's it's, it's bananas. He's, <laughs> I mean, if he wanted to, I feel like he could do long drive if he wanted to. If if they come back, oh yeah, come I mean, back, but um, it's, it's crazy. He's just taking absurd lines on holes and hitting them well. Like it's yeah. not like he's just mashing it and it's nowhere. No one knows where it's going. Like. He's hitting it straight, and he looks like he's hitting a baseball the way his follow through <laughs> yeah. looks like he's hitting dingers. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's. I think he's up to two thirty five, two forty now, which the new uh, PGA Tour game on two K coming out isn't even close to having his body type correct on the game. Like he is <laughs> so tiny. Um, so they need to fix that. And then uh <laughs> but yeah, he's I mean yeah, he's hit yeah, like you say he's hitting bombs. And it's not like he's like going O B or like in the rough. He's like in the fairway. And like hmm. I guess I guess for him, I think um since you know, I think he was a big um the face of kind of slow play, he's like, Well, if I'm out hitting everybody, I can take <laughs> the time like you guys like while you guys are waiting and like, you know, Hitting your shots, I can take the time I need, figure out my distance, figure out which I need to hit. While because I'm like 40 yards ahead of everybody, so you guys hit your little, you know, 180, 150 shots. I'm gonna be up here hitting 90 yards in every time, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm gonna fix yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, so, I never um, thought about that. That's a that's a good call. But I uh, think I think he came with a chip on his shoulder for sure this year. Yeah. So Daniel Berger uh, wins in a playoff. He's he's. Uh, uh, very quietly like a really really good player I mean he's had um I think he's had I mean he's had a few tour wins I know he won um one event back-to-back years um but he he looked really solid and and I was I was mad at myself because I was I was debating on putting on Sunday I was going to put money on either him or Harold Varner um and I guessed wrong. I took Harold Varner, and that didn't pay off. So <laughs> to win on Sunday, um, but uh, but he, yeah, he's he's uh, he's yeah, he's now got three professional wins. Um, he's won he won the FedEx St. Jude twice, um, and then uh, and then this week. So uh, I know yeah, last year was kind of a rough year for him. Almost lost his card, I think. Yeah, I mean yeah. he. He does have some like starting this year. He has some. I can't. They were talking about it. I think it's like twenty five or twenty six like straight rounds of being under par. Mm. Um, so he's just been really, really solid this year, and and clearly the break uh, didn't hurt him. So yeah. Um, 
yeah, like I said, the only thing I wish I just wish he it had been one on a on a birdie putt or something like that instead of a, uh, a miss putt. <laughs> instead of a miss putt by Dude, that was that was a hard putt to watch, man. Like it looked like it was gonna go in. And yeah. it I mean it I mean he like the back of the, the cup and just for whatever reason for whatever reason bounced out. It was yeah. uh, hard to watch. Yeah. What'd you think of uh the no fans? Uh it was weird. Um, I, I didn't get to watch like a, a whole lot of the, of the tournament, but Thursday I watched, and I watched a little bit Friday. It was it was it was weird, um, but I, I kind of expected it to be weird those days, like or kind of be normal. There's usually not a lot of people at these smaller tournaments um, on Thursday and Friday anyway. But Saturday, Sunday, it was kind of weird, and then. <laughs> But Justin Thomas, anytime he hit a good shot, he would just be like, "Hey, yeah, that was yeah, doing the hand raise to the crowd. Yeah. That was funny." Um, um, yeah, it kind of kind of sucked uh, to not have him there on Sunday. Yeah, I thought Sunday was the only weird part. I, it's funny. I think there's some like apartments or condos right off the course, and so there were a bunch of people um, on their balconies and stuff like that, and you could hear them in the coverage. So that that was kind of funny. They're they're being overly enthusiastic like intentionally <laughs> and that was that was funny but that was uh, awesome yeah the it was weird on on sunday but i didn't even notice it the other days except for except for when people made a point to point it out uh, right so i think i think because you can't like hear him like in other sports you can't like usually hear him until someone puts or something like that so you're like you don't miss it that much you know because golf yeah. is quiet sport anyway yeah, and even in, in even in normal tournaments, I mean, when you're looking at Thursday Friday rounds, unless it's Tiger or Rory's group, for the most part, you're getting. I mean, you're going to have maybe a hundred people around the green. Um, yeah. So it's really not. It's not that different. Uh, but it it was it was definitely weird at the end on Sunday when just silence and you just see Daniel Berger <laughs> high five his caddy which which they were not they were not practicing social distancing at all that that whole group which um, really <laughs> which definitely I mean I know they all get tested but I've also heard that nobody is following the PGA Tours rules and like staying in quarantine they're all going out and which oh, is wow. concerning because the last <laughs> thing we want is one or two guys to test positive and then them have to cancel a tournament and then we lose golf for a weekend. Yeah. So, um, what, um, never mind the actual like public health concerns, but right, right. <laughs> we're, we're just focused on golf. There's, I'm sure there's other <laughs> podcasts for, for that kind of stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're just worried about keeping golf. All right. You guys yeah. worried about all the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, cool. So, um, Getting ready for this week, we got the RBC Heritage at Harbor Town. Um, so, this is an event that's typically uh, af is uh, put after the Masters. Uh, so it's it's usually held in April, but uh, uh, this year it's been it was moved obviously due to the due to uh, COVID. So it'll be interesting to uh, see this field loaded up. I mean, it's. It's really exciting to see that that uh, we're actually going to have um, Harbor Town uh, highlighted. Uh, it's it's a really cool and prestigious course. 
mm-hmm. uh, but uh, typically it doesn't get the the spotlight that it, it might deserve because it's it's the uh, um, it's the week after the Masters, and so a lot of the big name players are are have decided that they don't they don't really care that much, or they need a week off after all the the hoopla of the Masters. So oh, for sure. Um, but again, just like last week, another stacked leaderboard. Um, Rory, Rory Brooks, and JT, I think, are um, are all in the or they're all in the field. John Rahm. So I think mm-hmm. we have the the full top five again. Um, so so it should be a a great event. Heck yeah, yeah. The course looks looks awesome. I saw DJ at his practice round today. You know, one of the tees. Look, I mean, it looks, it looks cool. I mean, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, cool. I wish, I, I wish that, like you said, it, I wish it was placed on a different week because after the Masters, no one's watching, no one's probably playing it that you yeah. want to see. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just tough because I mean, someone has to be the week after the Masters, and so no matter no matter <laughs> where where it's going to be, that we would be saying the same thing. But I think I think a lot of people are familiar with Harbor Town because it is. Um, more accessible than some of the courses that they play on tour. So yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. So uh, yeah, so we'll we'll try to run through um, these these picks uh, a little quick a little more quickly than last time. I know um, um, obviously we're we're getting this out on on Wednesday afternoon, so not too much time uh, to to get your bets in, but we'll uh, we'll make sure that we. Uh, get an Instagram post out with our picks that we'll we'll cover cover at the end of the at the end of the segment. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, so this is a this is a little bit tougher event to to handicap just because we get uh, like I said, these fields are and it was similar to the Charles Schwab Challenge last week where the fields are a lot more stacked than they normally are. So some of this historical data is is a little skewed uh but um we did i would say i did okay last week with with we i mean we had rose and spieth um we had uh i mean you had dechambo played well um mm-hmm. so um we weren't terrible and we definitely not where we want to be but uh hopefully hopefully with uh with as we continue to see how these guys are playing we'll be able to incorporate that in so at least this week, we have some some uh, recency uh, data to to add to the conversation. So, um, yeah. So um, I'll, I'm just gonna go in order. I picked out. Um, I think. Let's see here. I got uh, like 12 or so guys um, that I'll go through, and I'll go through about eight of those a little in depth. But um, I'll just go in order of uh, their odds uh, to win. So, uh, first guy I like is uh, Rory McIlroy. Um, so, he's actually never played in this event, um, but he's the number one player in the world, and he is uh, – and he actually won – he won the PGA Championship at Kiowa Island, which uh, Harbortown and Kiowa are both Pete Dye courses in uh, – on the coast of South Carolina. So, yeah. um, I'll, I'll – take that as there's there's uh, likely some similarities to that um and Rory's playing well I mean with the exception of one nine hole stretch last week he was in contention to win all week 
Um, so I think I think number one player in the world um, has a has a really good chance to to uh, play well here. So his odds are uh, plus eight fifty to win, plus two hundred to place top five, and minus one twenty five to finish top ten. Um, nice. Yeah. So then we'll jump to. Um, one of your guys, uh, like we talked about earlier, the the hulking bomber Bryson DeChambeau. Um, so uh, he's played the event. Uh, he's played the event twice and made two cuts. Um, so from that perspective, not not the uh, not the best uh, performance in the past. However, um, he he did play really well last week, and the two times he has made the cut, he has uh, finished really well, finished in the top ten. Um, so uh, he he has a history of playing well at this course, um, and and like I said earlier, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how um, that the bombing, like how his his new game translates to Harbor Town, which um, similar to Colonial is not a very long course um but it'll be interesting to see how he's able to cut the corner here um a lot of people are saying that it's it's it it's much more difficult but um i'm sure bryson will be out there trying to figure out every every (laughs) advantage he can get so yeah Um, the uh yeah yeah they say there's a lot more trouble here a lot more water and stuff yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of water, a lot of sand. Um, so, yeah, it should be – it'll be interesting. I think there will definitely be a premium to hitting the fairway. But uh, I think if you're hitting the fairway, you're going to have um, um, some gettable greens. I mean, obviously, with any Pete Dye course, um, approach shots are incredibly important. So, um, yeah. it should be a good test. Uh, I think it, it, I think we'll see something similar to last week in terms of scoring around that kind of ten to fifteen under um, winning, but uh, um, I'm I'm excited to to see Harbor Town showcased. Same, likewise. Um, so next guy, another guy who played really well um, last week is uh, Xander Shoffley. Um, so he's played the event twice, made the cut both times. Um, played okay both those times he's played so um but uh uh I really like him to bounce back I think uh I mean finished T3 had a chance to win um obviously would love to have that putt back on 17 but um um he's plus 1400 to win uh plus uh 300 to finish top five and to finish top so um I think he has a good chance to bounce back and and uh I, I'm rooting for him. Obviously, that was that was tough to watch on on 17. That that I mean, you're talking about full 360 lip out. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, hopefully, hopefully he can he can get the train back on the tracks. He's just super consistent. Like every time, I mean, I feel like every tournament within the last year, year and a half, he's like up there, you know, yeah. top 10, top 20, or always has like a chance to win it um, on Sunday. Yeah. He's a really good ball striker. Yeah, and I mean he's he's won some big time events. Like he won the I know it's a small field, but a really strong field. He's won he's won the tournament of champions. Mm-hmm. Um he's won the tour championship. He's won uh HSBC champions, though I think that's the one out in China. Yeah. Um 
so all big events. So I think he definitely has it in him. I just think it was, I mean, either a misread or a mishit or whatever it was, but just just one bad putt that unfortunately um, cost him a chance to to go in that playoff. So, but uh, yeah, well, um, next guy I like is uh, Colin Morikawa. I mean, like I said earlier, I think he's a just a rising superstar. I think he's gonna be in contention pretty much every week he's he's um I guess what I would say is get on him now while his odds are reasonable before he (laughs) starts to really skyrocket into uh the the elite golfer stratosphere uh his his odds are plus uh 2050 to win plus 450 to finish top five and plus uh 200 to finish top 10 um so both he and the next guy I want to talk about Justin Rose haven't played in this event, but again, um, played well the last couple of weeks. So Morikawa finished solo second and Rose was part of that group of, of DeChambeau and Shoffley that finished T3. Um, so uh, Rose is plus 2,300 uh, to win uh, plus uh, 600 to finish top five and plus 225 to finish top 10. Um, similar to Rory Rose also played really well at that, at that PGA at Kiowa. Um, I believe he shot, I believe he finished T3 there as well, or actually I think it was solo three. Um, so um, having a history of playing well at the South Carolina coastal Pete die course, I think that's, that's a, that's something to keep in mind. Um do you have something to add to that? Um, no, not really. It's another. <laughs> it's another. Well, all, all I gotta say is he hits. I like that he hits that that fade. He has me wanting to hit that hit a fade with like every every club in my bag. I was watching his video on on the Taylor Made uh, YouTube channel and just super consistent shot shape every time, especially with his irons. Yeah, Very yeah. Nice. Which which this week should be a premium. So yeah, it should get should give him a, a leg up. But uh, yeah, I've been trying to convince you to hit that fade. It's so, much, <laughs> so much easier to control than the puck. But, um, yeah. So um, next guy, a uh, guy we struck out on last week, but uh, Webb Simpson. Um, so he has played uh, this event five times in the last five years and made the cut every single time um, and has played, played well in doing so. So um, in the last three years, uh, he's got a uh, five, a top, a top five and two. So um, I'll double check that, but I think that's, that's accurate. So, but, uh, or sorry, a top five and two top twenties. So, um, played well in the last three years and uh and um hopefully he'll be able to bounce back from missing the cut uh last week uh um going to my that kind of that average uh um weighted finish uh he's he's uh 11.5 so definitely someone to consider in those like top top 10 bets uh matchup bets and who knows he's, he's definitely good enough to win so um, yeah, his odds are plus 2,400 to win, 600 to finish top five, and 225 to finish top 10. Um, 
Next guy, uh, old Matt Coocher. Um, stingy cooch yeah uh he's he is uh he's actually got some really good odds plus three thousand to win um i'm not gonna bet on him to win but i really like the top five and top ten bets plus 650 and plus 250 um so similar to simpson he's played the event uh all five years in the last five years and uh has finished um um and has made the cut every single time uh, finished uh, solo second last year and uh, and has played really well, um, basically finishing in the top twenty every single time he's played. So um, yeah, I think I think he's a he's a great great pick for especially for like your DraftKings and FanDuel lineups. Um, he didn't play well last week, but um, I mean, Kucher is as as generally as steady as it gets. So I would expect him to get get back on the train this this week and um should be a good uh consideration for your for your those lineups and and also your your uh top five and top ten bets yeah i feel like uh last couple of years even though i haven't watched a whole lot of this tournament since it's after the masters i feel like he's always in that top 10 top 20 spot like at this course he just plays really well here hits it well puts it well yeah. This is where he ends up. Yeah. Um, so next guy, uh, Dustin Johnson. Um, he's played the event uh, twice, made the cut both times, both in the last two years. Um, not, I mean, probably not the uh, most data driven pick. I mean, he has, he's played okay, uh, made the cut. And, but uh, I mean, at plus 3000 to win, uh, wins every year so definitely something to consider and those are great odds um and then uh plus 100 to finish top five and plus 300 i mean he's one of the best players in the world he's he's at the very least made the cut both back-to-back years and um um some really good odds so someone to consider probably probably not my favorite guy on this list but um, <laughs> um definitely has has the history to to make some noise all righty now we're getting into now we're getting into the good stuff. So here, this is my favorite pick of the week. The and and it might come back to bite me, but because it sounds like from what I've heard is a lot of other people like him as well. Okay. But uh, Brendan Grace, uh, the oh my gosh. South African, <laughs> played the event four times in the last five years, made the cut every single time, has a win, has a uh, has a win and a top five and uh as and like i said made the cut those other two times uh he is uh plus 4500 to win plus a thousand to finish top five and plus 400 to finish top 10 um i think he's he's the long shot special of the week he's like i said played well here every pretty much every single time he's played he played really well last week finished t19 um in in a loaded leaderboard i think i think one stroke would have brought him up to like t14 or t13 something like that so uh, i think i think he's my he's my favorite uh pick like pound for pound for the week yeah um cbs has him cbs golf has him 40 to 1 he's a big sleeper on here 
Yeah. So so he might he might be the wide awake sleeper, but uh, but <laughs> I, I still I mean this is one where the data data really backs it up, and and um, he'll be on pretty much every single one of my DraftKings and FanDuel lineups, and and we'll definitely have some some bets on him. But uh, next next guy uh, Kisner uh, played the event. Uh, another guy who's played the event five times in the last five years made the cut every single time. Uh, South Carolina native. Um, he is uh, like a, like pretty much like always, and he'll probably be a staple on these just because he is so steady Eddie. But um, uh, plus forty five hundred to to win, plus eleven 1, hundred to finish top five, and plus four fifty to finish top ten. Um, he might be another guy who's one of more one of those old DraftKings picks or or maybe looking at him in tournament matchup kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, his daddy's gonna be steady Eddie pretty much every single week. So not long course either, so that's good. Nope. Yeah, this this course sets up really nicely for him. Um, and uh, yeah, as long as he's hitting greens, I mean, he's one of the best putters in the game, so um, should be able to to. Um, do some damage on on the Pete Dye greens. So, there go. Uh, and then, um, so last three guys I'll just touch on very quickly. Um, all guys that are are big time long shots. So, um, um, but have guys have history at this course. So, Ian Poulter, um, five for five in the last five years in terms of cuts. Uh, uh, finished top thirty last week. T twenty nine. Uh, plus nine thousand to win, eighteen hundred to top five, and and seven fifty to top ten. Um, again, when you have that five for five cuts, good good uh, um, daily fantasy option, and potentially a top ten guy. And then uh, Scott Piercy and CT Pang. Uh, so Piercy is plus twelve or uh, twelve thousand five hundred to to win, twenty seven hundred to top five, and twelve hundred to top ten. CT Pan, defending champion, um, is plus twenty thousand to to win, uh, plus thirty five hundred to top five and plus fourteen hundred to top ten. So, uh, a couple guys that have have uh, a good history at the course, uh, have have played well, and uh, have um, insane odds. So definitely, <laughs> definitely guys to consider. So, um. With that, we can we can go to our our, our official picks for the week. So uh, um, I'll let you, I'll let you go first with your three, and you can just run down all three, and I'll, I'll give know. the odds on all of them at the end. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with JT for to win it. Justin Thomas. Oh, you changed it up on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh for this week oh shoot my bad yeah I was talking to my last week um yeah you're good no the um uh, yeah I won uh Justin Thomas to win um I'm thinking he him or him or Bryson should be leading around after round one um they were hitting it really well they just gotta sink some putts but JT to win um dang I'm like Rory top ten yeah I don't, I don't know. If he'll win, his his putting is just so like touch and go. It's either there or it's not. Um, and I'll say Brendan Grace because because he's a sleeper. I'll go top five for Brendan Grace. There you go. 
All right, so we got we got two of the same guys. So um, I'm gonna go. I'm going Brandon Grace. We're just gonna have our top five and top ten flip. So I have Brandon Grace to finish top ten at plus four hundred. Um, I have Rory to finish top five at plus two hundred. And then I'm gonna go with Xander Shoffley plus fourteen hundred to win and and bounce back. Um, so um, your your picks. Let's see here. I'm just pulling up the odds now. Um, so Brendan Grace we had at um, Brendan Grace was to finish top five was plus one thousand. So I mean great great odds there. Rory is minus 125 to finish uh, top uh, to finish top 10, and then JT is if I can pull it up fast enough. Great, we got some bad radio here. Um, <laughs> we got plus 1,000 to win. So, um, so yeah. So what we'll do with these uh, with these picks? I think we went. I think you were the only one that had one last week with Bryson. But what we'll do is we'll just assume um, we'll assume that uh, we're putting ten bucks on all of these guys, and then we'll at the end of the season we'll tally it up and see um, how much money we won or lost, probably <laughs> lost, uh, and then and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll we'll be able to keep track of it and maybe we'll come up with a little we'll come up with a little uh, competition, a little little bet or something like that between us for. Um, Who has the most wins that we can that we can highlight at the end? end. Who did uh, Who did I pick last week? You oh. had uh, you had uh, Bryson to finish top five, I believe. Yeah. Now, so you had Rory to win, Bryson to finish top five, and Kisner to finish top ten. So you got Bryson in the top five. I had Brooks to win. Uh, that didn't happen. I had John Rahm to finish top five. He missed the cut. And then I had Webb Simpson to finish top ten. He also missed the cut. So um, we're very clearly experts at this. And uh, and oh, yeah. um, you can you can take our uh, word as gospel. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but um, cool. So, yeah, I think that uh, those are um, – I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm excited to see Harbortown – showcase this week and uh um hopefully we we do a little bit better than last week but uh yeah sir yeah so um coming up this weekend uh so what what do you got going on you got what's planned or um just gonna be winging it um i had a buddy contact me today i think we're gonna go back to um saint marlo okay um hopefully their greens are in better shape than they were last time uh, so we'll go there Saturday around noon. Um, other than that, probably just this week, I'm probably going to hit the range today. And then might try to see if we can – so our county, our city course, Chastain, open back up. Um, they finally sent out an email. Uh, so they're finally open back up this week. Except for on Tuesdays. And Tuesdays, which is yesterday, we were trying to play, me and Justin, and they are apparently – they shut down the course to let people, you know, still do their walking or oh, okay. um, I gotcha. and stuff. So but every other day they're, they're open only for like members and stuff. So gotcha. Um, gotcha. Might try to get out there later this week, today or tomorrow and see what what's going on see what the conditions are like at the old Muni. Nice. Um, down Muni. What about you? 
yeah, speaking of hometown news, I think I'm going to try to get out and play uh, that Cranberry Highlands course, the one we talked about yeah. uh, with Nate on the podcast. Uh, so I'm going to try to get out and play there. If not there, uh, I don't really know. I'll f- probably figure something out on the fly. I said this trip was a little impromptu, so <laughs> I was planning on playing in Atlanta this week, but uh, that that uh, changed. So we'll figure yeah. something out and and we'll uh, we'll recap it next week. But uh, um, yeah, so it's not long, right? Say that again. It's not it's not long course. It's very lengthy, right? No, it's not too long. I mean, it's a it's a fairly easy course. It's pretty open. Um, I will say there is fescue and that fescue can be pretty nasty. So if you're like, you can't be too wild. Um, the fairways are wide, but if you go past the fairways, that's when you can get into trouble. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not too long. It's not too difficult. Um, but it's, uh, it's always kept in great shape and it's, it's a, it's a good time. So, uh, looking for, and like I said, have, it has the, uh, nostalgia, uh, component to it so yeah uh, yeah looking forward to getting back there and, and uh, hopefully we'll be we'll be hopefully we'll be able to get the game <laughs> back on the right track so there you go. yeah yeah I need to go up there and go see it because I, I have a buddy who lives close to there I need to go up and see it yeah hopefully for sure. sometime this year and see what it's all about Old yeah. yep so uh yeah, so next week we'll we'll recap those rounds, uh, talk about those courses a little bit, and then uh, um, jump it. We'll we'll recap the RBC and then jump into I think uh, Travelers is next week uh, mm-hmm. up in up in Connecticut. Um, so that's always that's always a good tournament, um, and we're we're starting to get rolling here. So um, got a guy um, shout out Jonah Maruki. Um, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll. Uh, plug his instagram on the next podcast but it's working on a little uh working on some logos for us and uh um hopefully we'll have some start to be able to to expand this and um get this thing get this thing uh uh jacked up and so yeah so follow us center cup pod on instagram uh jake the snake golf for your boy and uh d hunt is d hunt golf so uh give, give us a follow subscribe uh uh, subscribe rate and review the the pod and um looking forward to to chatting with you guys next week yes sir let's follow and um just support us can't wait to see what you got um graphic designer guy already, <laughs> can't wait to see what the options are we need some dope logos bro yeah for sure so. <laughs> all right we'll see you guys later all right peace dude later.